Hello, Team Builder, and thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Cavert of Fun Doing and On Team Building. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. Well, hi, Michelle. Hey, Chris. We're together again. We are in person. It's been a a little while. Yeah, we we finally have a chance to meet up and do a little face-to-face. And what what are we talking about today? I'm excited about today. Today is kind of a shift in what we've kind of been talking about. And so today, the question that we're going to answer is, what are some of your favorite portable elements? Yeah, and this, this comes at a nice time, I think. Because we need to be a little more portable, possibly, depending on how we are in schools. Sometimes we can't go in smaller spaces. So if we can bring our things outside to larger spaces, we might still be able to get within close proximity of each other. Because mm-hmm. we're still within, you know, looking at six feet apart. But now the science is helping us to understand a little bit more. So can we get a little closer as long as we're masked up and we're watching our spacing as much as possible? I'm so excited because we're going to talk about the PV system and you do, you do such a great job with this. And now there's a special surprise there with this. Is. Yeah, I'm just so... The reveal. The reveal. This is the reveal. Yes. Cool. Let's first make a distinction between portable element and portable activity. Yeah, good idea. So portable element in our mind, kind of we were brainstorming a little bit before we started. And a portable element is maybe like a traditional or a historical ropes course element. You know, somehow you're getting up off the ground a little bit and maybe only a couple inches, but it's still you know, your participants' feet would leave the ground a little bit, like a ropes course element. Whereas a portable activity, your participants' feet would never leave the ground. And so that's kind of our distinction between portable activity and portable element. Yeah, yeah. Something you might be able to build or carry with you Mm -hmm. um, that will change the level of play, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and, yeah, I like that. That's good. That's yeah, good. Let's and generally yeah. this is also, they're maybe made of wood or something that you would purchase at, you know, your local big box hardware store or something like that. You know, the the materials used are more... Readily available. Readily, yeah, construction-based, yeah. you know. We can really do them available. ourselves. Either Some of the things we'll be suggesting you can do yourself. Some of the things are manufactured, mm-hmm. uh, but they are the portable. The portableness of them to me is exciting about yeah. it. Uh, changing some things we may have not been able to carry around to something we can carry around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you have a couple of fun ones on the list. Yes, I do. Let's start with first one of my favorite activities that I used to do when I used to work on a ropes course was the ala board. I just loved the ala board. It was one of those, when I was sequencing out a program, that was one of the first real, after your name games, your icebreakers, the first like group problem solving activity they would go to would be the ala board. And so the ala board is like a platform, usually a wooden platform that is about two feet by two feet. And the challenge would be for a team of 10 to 12 people to stand around the platform and then they all have to figure out a way to elevate themselves on this very small surface, this two foot by two foot platform for a length of time. And the way I used to do it was like they had to be able to sing one round of row, row, row your boat to where um, 
They had to have everybody up off the ground safely for a short length of time. And then from the all aboard, uh, there were every, every once in a while, we would get a group that was smaller than 10 to 12 people. And so I also created what I call the small aboard. Small aboard. Okay. <laughs> and the small aboard was just smaller than the all aboard. And it was anywhere from maybe 14 to 18 inches by 14 to 18 inches. I made mine out of pre-treated two by six lumber. So they're heavy, so they don't move around, you know, once you have them. And I've used them indoors, outdoors, so it made it portable. I would sometimes buy shelf liner to put underneath the olive boards if I was on a slick surface so that they would not move when people were moving, were standing on them. So, And and I love the progression of the olive board where you could even do a tape square on the floor first. Yeah. And get a little practice. And then when you elevate, it changes the context mm-hmm. of how they're working. So there's a nice little way to progress the all aboard activity. Even to some, I've seen some that are six to eight inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. And those are usually tend to be built into the ground mm-hmm. on, a, on a course. But you could get a little higher and then it, it changes that perception, that risk perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's talk about trolleys next. Yeah, that one's also yeah. oldie but a goodie. My goodness, I it was probably one of the first ropes course elements that was still portable. But the first one that I ever worked on was at, at the organization where Chris and I both at separate times worked at the same organization when we were young facilitators. Yes, a few <laughs> and, years ago. And they were eight foot long four by four boards that then had holes drilled in them every 12 inches. And then there was a rope that would protrude from it. And uh, so it's called team skis or team trolleys or something like that. But but the first one that I ever saw, they were these eight foot long monstrosities that were, you know, <laughs> they were quite heavy and, you know, a little bulky. And then eventually they, you know, people figured out that if you just chopped them in half and added some eye bolts to them and, and a couple rapid links, then you had, you know, shorter versions of it that you could then link multiples together and you could have them for a few, a smaller group or for a large group. And easier to carry around. Very yeah, much put easier. Put them in your truck or mm-hmm. the back of your car sort of a thing. Yeah, those were fun because I, again, about the progression, having smaller groups start out learning the skill and getting mm-hmm. skills and abilities. Then when you connect them together, how do they transfer that that group work, that teamwork to a larger team of people. Those those are cool. And those have evolved even further to where I, I carry a set on the training wheel store now that is there. It's a one by six, still up off the ground, just but an inch or so, but but a flatter surface to accommodate for wider feet. The four by four boards you know, you know, we, there was some danger of, of, of people rolling an ankle or, you know, things like that. So I like the, the one by six flatter, wider surface. Um, and then also routering out a little hole underneath of them, a little channel, if you were between the ropes so that way you could use one longer rope, um, to go, um, through the holes on the, the system as well. And I purchased mine. Um, I have mine manufactured. Jim Kane manu- manufactures ours and he's got a pretty slick design. So, but we carry the wooden jointed boardwalkers is what they're called oh, okay. on my store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then they evolved even more one step further to the flexible 
webbing based trolleys, which are so incredibly portable and so lightweight. And and now my favorite, I really, I've used them, have an opportunity to use them at an organization I was with. They're just really nice. They are. They're really cool. And we carry those as well. We have an eight foot version and a four foot version, and they also Velcro together. So you could have a really long version if you wanted to. So, and, and there's other people out there that have done balloon trolleys where they mm. put balloons between they make a line of people so you have a, a single file line you put balloons between the players and then they're still having to walk trolley like mm-hmm. with a balloon in between right so that's another again cool progressions where you can start out with building skills and abilities and then adding getting them higher and higher off the ground then changes that risk factor, which is really cool mm-hmm. and, and easy to build. Yep. Uh, the, the webbing trolleys are definitely manufactured and sewn. So they're, they're, they're together. Uh, they don't pull off. So I don't know how you'd necessarily do that on your own, but that those are so super portable. You can, I mean, carry those in your travel on. Yes, you could. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of cool things you can do with those obstacle course wise. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, these, Two of my favorite activities in a progression wise. Uh, the one that the system I want to talk about is something that you've been carrying for a while. I like versatility. I like, um, a kit that I can use the equipment in a lot of different ways. And, and years ago, I designed something called the PV system where a, a number of pieces of PVC, different lengths have multiple uses. And the instructions to make your own are in the, the book Portable Team Building Activities, where you can actually go to a local hardware store that sells plumbing supplies, get your own supplies and build it yourself. Um, Michelle also sells the kit uh, in, in kind of the basic version, mm-hmm. the white PVC version. And now the special reveal. The special reveal is now we now have just found a company that sells colored pvc pipes so it's so very cool we're so excited to be able to add some color and also strength to the system because they are much stronger pieces than what the traditional white pvc pipes are so so we have just kind of upgraded gotten just got new photos and some tutorial videos done on on how to set up the multiple ways that you can do both the spider web kit or both the spider web as well as the bungee box setup and things like that. We'll put, we'll link to these in the show notes for sure, but there'll be great videos for you to watch on how to set up both of them. Uh, but so let's just, let's break it down. Let's talk about spider web first. What is yeah. it about the spider web that you like, Chris? The spider web, we see those on all different kinds of courses. Mm-hmm. Easy to set up in a lot of different places, even using masking tape. Right. And the spiderweb activity itself and that element can be used in so many different ways. Traditionally, we're used to passing people through, but now there's a not, there's been ideas out there where you string a rope through, you toss an object through, you uh, maybe set up the spiderweb as a grid of points and you go for the amount of points that you want. So there's a lot of different ways to use that one single element. And in the kit, you can make a tall, 
spiderweb or you can make a wide spiderweb mm-hmm. depending on your use or what kind of activity you're going to do. And what, what I like about that is, say you, you're planned on the lifting activity or people pass as we call, but then the group's kind of kind of melts down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're not quite sure they're ready. You can then use the same element, use it in a different way, passing right. a rope through where nobody's being passed through. So using it in a way that will challenge the group, but maybe not as high a level of risk. Yep. So that's a super versatile one that can be set up anywhere. And I, you know, setting it up, I think it took, what does it take about five minutes, five, 10 minutes at the most. And what's fun about these kits is you have your group help you build it mm-hmm. and then they use it. So yeah. there seems to be a little more of an investment when they're, with their hands on their building, they're like, okay, now what are we going to do with it? Yeah. You could even make of that one of the activities. Like yeah. you basically give them a, you know, the blueprint, if you will, and then say, okay, for this first activity, here's what you're going to do. Um, half of you can only touch the, 30 inch pieces. The other half of you can only touch the 18 inch pieces and some of you can only touch the connectors and then you have to right. build the structure like that right there could just be part of it. And then you actually don't have to set it up at all. Yeah, and, and how did that work? Process how that worked? Mm-hmm. Were you efficient? Was everybody part of it? So having kits that you can create things out of, let your group do it. Mm-hmm. And it just adds more to your toolkit, so yep. to speak. Yeah. Share with us maybe one or two of the ways you use the horizontal. Horizontal, yeah. Spider-Man. Well, we've seen, I think, I don't know the, the origin of the horizontal web, but we've seen them out there mm-hmm. where it's a web pattern, but then you just tip it down sideways. So you're going under, up and out, or over you know, under and out. So there's different ways versus the flat horizontal lifting. Now you're managing the web in a different way. Uh, the, the bungee box or what I call now call the house trap has been a very powerful activity for me. It's a square grid versus a spider web type of a grid. Yeah. And you have to use cups as keys to open the doors, to open the squares mm-hmm. to walk through. So you got to get through the house and it's a whole venture of helping each other. The way I run it is you can help from anywhere you want. Your resource management of your keys, watching people's backs, because usually what happens is the, the tragic things happen behind you. Right. You kick off a key or you get your foot hooked on the bungee and it messes the whole pattern up. So without people watching the other sides of you mm-hmm. where you're walking, it's going to be hard to be successful. It's been one of my favorite, favorite activities, especially with youth populations all the way up to corporate adults, where they do have to help each other to be successful at this task. Yes. And what I love about that version of it is that it takes away that element of, oh my goodness, someone has to pick me up and pass me through this web. Like, you know, so creating that, both that physically and emotionally safe environment for people to really want to participate in this. So if they see, I'm like, oh, this is a really tough challenge, and yet I don't have to leave the ground, oh, thank you very much, right? right? right. So they're just stepping very carefully in and out of the different, you know, unlocked squares that, you know, it's still elevated a good 12 inches up off the ground, or maybe 18, depending on the how much you're challenging the group with how far off the ground you're putting it. Right. But that is that is also a favorite of mine when I'm using you know the spider web kit. What I love about the PB system kit is that 
I can take this one kit with me somewhere and I have so many activities. There's 13 activities that you can do in it. So it's just so versatile. That's why I like about it is that it, I have lots of options. Let's say I get there and I had plan A and then the group isn't quite ready for what I had planned. And then it, I, I still have things right there at the ready that I could quickly MacGyver right. into a plan B. <laughs> right. Lots of things to do with one kit kind yeah. of option. Yeah. yeah. That's what we like about it. So those are three of our favorite portable elements. We'd love to hear some from you, the listener. Please send us a note and share with us what some of your favorite portable elements are as well. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris about team building.